Hi, welcome or welcome back to the Faith Talks podcast. I'm your host, Deborah, and it is such a blessing to have you here. If you're new here and you don't know what this podcast is about and what I'm about, I'm a faith-based content creator. I make content sharing all about my journey with God to encourage you on your journey with Him. And Faith Talks is a big part of that. It is encouraging you on your walk with Jesus. This walk, this life is not easy, let's be honest. And it is so comforting to know that we're all in this together. You're not on your own in the things that you're going through. So Faith Talks is just a space where... I'm really hoping that you get to experience that, that we're going through this together. It's you and me on our journey with Jesus, so you're not alone. And I hope that you're doing good whenever you're listening to this, that you're having a good week. Maybe you're not having a good week. Maybe you're having a tough one. Then please know that I'm constantly praying for you, for all of us as children of God, for him to continue to reveal himself to us more and more and more. And I can really sense a stirring up of the spirit that God is doing a new thing within us, that he's awakening our hearts once again. So I'm so excited about that. And I'm praying that over your life also, that you will experience the hand of God like never before in your life right now in Jesus mighty name. So welcome to the Faith Talks podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how it's time to wake up. It is time as children of the most high to wake up, wake up to our calling, wake up to what the Lord is doing in our lives. This is a wake up call for you, for me, for all of us. So many of us are spiritually asleep. We are alive, but we're not living. We're not quite here. The enemy is so prominently Um, doing his best, putting in all the efforts to keep us asleep, to keep us from waking up to everything that God wants to do in our lives. Earlier on this week, I went for a walk because I just needed to clear my head, spend some time in prayer and have some silence because I've been feeling very distracted. And I left my phone at home. So I went for a walk. As I was kind of walking around, taking it all in, I recognized how All of us, I'm guilty of this myself too. Everybody was on their phone, like zombies walking around like this, not looking at the nature, not looking at, I was walking past the Thames, the River Thames in London, not looking at the water and at um, the sky was blue at the time. Like nobody was looking around. Everybody was sucked into their phones. I recognize that we're slowly but surely turning into zombies. We're spiritually sleeping. And you can really see this in people's lives. My mom, for example. I love my mom. I've shared on here that we don't have the best relationship. Me and my mom have never been close. But now that I don't live in the same house as her anymore, I can really see how mentally she's been struggling a lot and how that affects her mental and physical health. My mom has a lot of physical issues. She's in her 50s, but she's acting like she's already in her 80s because she steps into agreement with everything that the enemy is placing on her life. I'm not saying that the physical things she's going through are not real, but what I can see is that she's not fighting anymore. She has no fight left. A lot of people her age would be like, no, this is not my portion. I'm going to continue to stay active. I'm going to continue to do this. I'm going to wake up. I'm waking up to what's going on in my life. But my mom is just laying herself down. She's already defeated. And watching that, it makes me very sad because it's like you're 
alive, but you're not living. You're not living the life that God wants you to live. You're in your 50s. There's still, by the grace of God, a lot of time left on this earth. Wake up. It's time to wake up for all of us as God's children. It's through us being sucked into our phones. It is through us escaping to fantasizing and maladaptive daydreaming. It's through us constantly being distracted that we fall asleep spiritually and we're not aware of what God is doing in our lives and through us. In Revelation 3 verse 20 it reads, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. It says, if anyone hears my voice, Jesus stands knocking at the door of all of our hearts, all of us. And the order of events as mentioned in this verse is that we hear first, we hear the knocking and then we open the door. So what does the enemy do to make sure that we don't open the door to God and everything he wants to do? He keeps us distracted so we don't hear the knocking. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid specifically... When I was watching TV and my mom would tell me to do something, her voice might as well not have been there. I could not hear a single thing because when you're so focused in on the TV, on your favorite TV show, on whatever is distracting you in that moment, the rest is background noise. You won't even hear it. Metaphorically, we all have a TV in our, in our brains of what we're watching, what our attention goes to, and our enemy is making sure that something pops up on the TV constantly to make sure that we don't hear the knocking of Jesus on our hearts. When you open your YouTube Explorer page and there is that one video of a sermon or something that's you feel in your spirit, I need to click on this, I need to watch it. But there's so many other videos of your favorite YouTubers that have just been released. Let me watch those first and I'll come back to that one later. The enemy makes sure that there's always something else. There's always something to distract you so that you don't hear that knocking of, of Jesus on your heart. It is when that constant feed of distraction is being disrupted that we hear the knocking we're like wait a minute is somebody at the door it's when the advertisements would come up in between my favorite show that I would actually be tuned into my mom's voice because then what I was so zoned into was gone we have to become aware of the fact that the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour his whole mission is to keep us from spending eternity with God he doesn't want that for us so we as believers believers have to be so alert and aware of where we start to slowly but surely fall into that slumber or maybe where we have already fallen asleep because the enemy knows that when we're spiritually asleep we don't pray we don't read the bible we don't declare just like my mom we come into agreement with anything we're like oh yeah this is my diagnosis this is my portion when it's not these things that the enemy tries to put on us health-wise, mentally, these are not our portion. Where you are right now is not where God wants to keep you, whether that is in your living situation, in your finances, that's not it. But the enemy knows that when we sleep there, when we camp there, it's over. That's it. We don't fight. We don't pray. We don't spend time in the word. We don't spend time with our father. In Luke 9 verse 23, Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and and take up his cross daily and follow me daily every single day when we wake up when you wake up you have to make that choice for Jesus you have to take up your cross you have to pray for that discernment pray for that wisdom that the Holy Spirit might give you insight to when and where it is that you're falling asleep because it's a daily thing it's daily fixing our eyes on the things of the kingdom of God it is daily that we have to go into battle into prayer to fight against the spiritual forces that are at work 
against us in the spiritual realm, in what we cannot see. Something else that the enemy uses that seems so innocent and harmless to keep us asleep, and I've mentioned this on my TikTok account, if you follow me on there, is fantasizing and maladaptive daydreaming. A lot of us especially women, have picked up fantasizing as a trauma response from our childhood. It is so valid. That's where it came from me as well. It is creating these scenarios in our head before bed or during the day of this world, of this fantasy of our reality that's better than the actual reality that we're living. And recently something triggered me and I started to do it again. And I was realizing how slowly but surely I was starting to be frustrated and discontent with and disappointed with life right now, even though I was completely content before. And I was like, Lord, what's happening? And the fantasizing was really highlighted to me by this fantasizing and this daydreaming. We are escaping to a world that we create ourselves where maybe we have the things that we don't have in the now, a husband, uh, a specific house, a specific salary. And then when you step back, walk through the reality of your life, maybe unconsciously, you are going to compare the two. You are going to compare the two. And that's where a gap is going to start to form. You're going to start to feel disappointment and discontent when the Lord is like, that is not the season that I have you in right now. That is not what I'm doing in your life right now. But you're not seeing what I am doing in your life because you're not here. You're in your fantasy. You're far away. You're in a different land. And that is a way that the enemy keeps us asleep spiritually asleep because we don't recognize what god is doing in our lives right now what he's walking us through right now and if we don't sit and walk through what we're going through right now we're only elongating the process we're like those israelites in the wilderness in this life there are so many lessons that we have to learn there are so many things that we have to walk through for our character god is pruning us every single day of our lives through every season we are being pruned we're learning something but if we're not here to learn the lesson like us falling asleep during a school class if you're not there then you're gonna have to take the class again and again and again until you learn until we wake up to the now how can God move us into everything that he has for us if we're not learning the tools and the essential things that we need to learn to take us into the next season, to carry us into what it is that he wants to do in our lives next. If we don't learn everything there is to learn in the season that God has us in right now, we're only going to elongate this season because there are certain things that we need to learn, that we need to walk through, that our character needs to be molded into to be able to sustain us in the next season, to be able to be a good wife or a good husband, we have to first learn to stand strong in our singleness, to cling on to the Lord in our singleness. But if we're constantly escaping to our fantasy where we're already married and we feel discontent in our singleness, we're not learning what God wants us to learn, to be able to be the right husband or wife. These things that might seem so innocent, the fantasizing, the daydreaming, the scrolling on our phones are what are making us spiritually numb. They're slowly but surely rocking us to sleep. We're not living in the now when we do these things. Living in the now is such a key to God moving us into the next seasons. Again, there are things that we need to learn. If we're not here to learn them, then we're elongating things. And also 
where my life changed completely was when I started to be grateful for the things that I had now. I remember at the beginning of last year when I was in my tiny room with my mold, was not a nice place to be. And I didn't want to stay there, of course, but it wasn't until I started to be grateful for the things that I did have there. Lord, I have a roof above my head. There are so many people who don't even have a house. I have a roof above my head. It's not ideal, but I'm sleeping in a bed. When I started to recognize the blessings, God's hand at where I was, that's where God slowly but surely started to move uh, me out of that place, for example, and in different areas of my life. It wasn't until I started to live in the now because I was awake. I was awake to what God is doing. And something else that you need to know about why it's so dangerous to be spiritually asleep is found in Mark 13, verse 35 to 37. There it reads, therefore keep watch because you do do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the cock crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Be Watch. It's speaking about the day and the hour of the unknown. When the Lord comes back, we don't know. But don't you dare let him find you sleeping. It's like those... Um, virgins, the 10 virgins with the oil lamps. Five were ready. They were prepared. They were alert. The other five, half asleep, didn't even bring their oil. They had to go into town to get it. And as they were in town, the bridegroom came, went into the house, locked the door. Then those girls with the lamps came back and knocking on the door, let us in, let us in. And the bridegroom was like, I don't know you. I do not know you. Don't you dare let him find you sleeping. There are so many scriptures where we're told to wake up in Isaiah 52. Awake, awake, Zion. Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, Jerusalem, the holy city. Just those opening words. Awake, awake. Or in Ephesians 5 verse 14. Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you wake up sleeper. It's time to wake up. This is a wake up call from the Lord. There is so much he wants to do in your life, in my life, in our lives as believers. There is so much praying and fighting we need to do against the rulers and authorities of the dark realm. The spiritual realm is constantly active and alive around us. We might not be able to see it, but as soon as we start to fall asleep, we give the enemy a, a win almost. When you're asleep, you don't even get to defend yourself. You don't even get to state your case because you were sleeping. Wake up so you can defend yourself. You can state your case. When a diagnosis comes, no, in Jesus' name, this is not my portion. I'm going to keep living. I've been called to live. By his stripes, I am healed. When you are asleep, you don't pray. You don't spend time in the word. You don't you don't spend time with God. It is time for all of us to wake up. And how do we do this? We have to spend time in prayer. We need to sit down, sit down, please sit down with the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. The Holy Spirit is your helper. It is hard to fight every single day. Let's be honest, when the world is so loud, when the enemy's distractions, when that TV that is put in front of us is so extremely loud, but this is where we need to spend our time in the quiet place. You have to sit down in prayer. I promise you, when you tune into the Lord, when you wake up, to the voice of the Holy Spirit, your life is going to change beyond what you can imagine. And all of us want that, don't we? We all want to see the hand of God at work in our lives. We all want to be a part of something so much bigger than ourselves, but we cannot do that. We cannot step into that role when we're zombies, when we're asleep. Because when you're sleeping, you don't do your job properly. How can we represent the kingdom of God when we're half asleep and we don't know how to answer?
answer. We don't know how to defend ourselves. We don't know how to pray. God needs soldiers. God needs his children to be awake, to be ready, to be ready for the fight, to be ready for his return, to be ready to receive everything that he wants to give us. We need to be awake. When you're not fully awake, you're not at full strength. You can't carry what God wants to give you. You cannot pass on to other people what God wants to give you. You can't do your job properly when you're asleep. So let's wake up as children of the Most High. God has called you to so much more than this. It is time to wake up in the name of Jesus. Wake up. So today I want to end this Faith Talks off by a quick prayer. Okay, so please join me. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, myself and every single person that's on the other side of this screen. Lord, you see how the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Holy Spirit, will you do your work within us? Will you stir us up? to be awake, to be awake to your movements, Father, to be awake to the movements of your heart so that we will be ready. We will be ready when you call us to the front line. We will be ready when you want to exalt us to higher places. We will be ready and awake for your return, Lord. Will you make us aware? Holy Spirit, we pray for your discernment, for your wisdom. We pray for your alertness, Father. Will you make us alert to your voice? Will you help us to tune in because you know how hard it is, Jesus? We cannot do this on our own, but as you your word says in our weakness you are strong so father will you be strong on our behalf will you take us by the hand and help us in this and that i pray in your mighty name jesus amen today you are covered open the word of god make sure you spend time reading the bible and i pray for that awareness of god's presence over your life because god is always with us we just very often don't recognize it because we're asleep it's time to wake up child of the most high son or daughter of the king it is time for you to wake up god is calling you he He's calling you to do great things, but you cannot do that when you're asleep. So yeah, that's it for today's Faith Talks episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really pray that this has been helpful for you on your journey with God. Again, we're in this together. You're not alone. Please know that. And I pray that you will have a good week coming up and I'll be back again next week for another episode. Maybe this time that's what I get.